Good morning, everyone. This is the day that the Lord has made. I am Anthony Moore. I'm Anthony Moore, serve as a senior pastor of Carolina Church located in Fort Washington, Maryland, and you are on the Carolina Prayer Call Line. I want to thank you so very much for your presence, um, for the value that you've placed in this process of us rising early in the morning with God on my mind and um, making him a priority through the discipline called prayer. Thank you for your presence on this morning. I do want you all to pull your notes as we continue to walk through um, this whole idea and concept about us feeling alone in our struggles. There are persons who are on this call that I am speaking to even now who have um, gone through periods or seasons where you felt like you were alone and you could not feel the very presence of God. It doesn't matter who you are. It doesn't matter how long you've been in the faith. It doesn't matter what position you hold, even in the kingdom of God, in his local church. The truth of the matter is there are all of us on this call who at some point in our walk with the Lord has felt that God's hand could not be seen. And uh, as a result of that, we've asked the question, God, where are you? God, where are you? When we look at what's happening in our world, um, with all of the violence and all of the mayhem that we are seeing going on in our local communities and the world in general, it makes us wonder and ask, God, where are you? And so we started wrestling with this whole idea and concept. What do, what do you do when you find it um, that God is not around or you sense that he's not there where you are? What what were some of the reasons we may not be hearing from God, What that we can't sense him, that we can't feel him? What are some of those reasons? And so I went through two of them on last week. Number one, we said that we, if we're not feeling God, if we're not hearing from God, we, number one, we may have to check whether or not we've taken control have we have we taken control? That was the first one. Number two, um, have we turned away from God? That was point two for us. Have we turned away from God? From God? On today, I want to deal with um, number three. Start with number three. Um, that if we're not hearing from God, we can't sense Him. Um, Number three would be, do you have room in your heart for God? Is there room in your heart for God? Let me park, let's park here for just a moment and work through this. Um, There's something we all should know about God, and that is God is a jealous God. I, I, I want you to get this. I need you to know this. And I'll say it again because it, it's worth repeating. In case you didn't know, God is a jealous God. And just go ahead and reference it, right? Exodus 34, verse 14. Exodus 34, verse 14. 
it tells us very candidly, do not worship any other God for the Lord whose name is whose name is jealous. He is a jealous God. He's a jealous God. So it helps us to know from the top that God is a jealous God. He's jealous for you and he's jealous for me. And when we fill our hearts with lies um, or with things, with everything except God, we don't leave any room for him. There isn't any room for God. In Psalm 78, verse 58, this is what it says in Psalm 78, verse 58, for they provoked him to anger with their high places. They moved him to jealousy with their idols. Nothing else can satisfy us the way God can. And in our pursuit of happiness, we attempt to fill our lives with pleasures galore. And we miss out on the only one who can make us whole. In Psalm 16, verse 11, it says to us, You make known to me the path of life. In your presence there is fullness of joy. At your right hand are pleasures forevermore. When Moses went up on the um, mountain, the Israelites felt abandoned. And so rather than waiting for Moses to return, they started building idols to worship. Now listen, don't be too hard on the Israelites because we've all been guilty of this at some point. It's tempting to fall into behaviors that causes us to eliminate God from our lives. And whether you know this or not, you all, the enemy's goal is to preoccupy our lives with anything that will distract us from having a relationship with God. And even when, even when we overload our schedules with well-meaning activities, y'all, we can fall into this trap of pushing God out of our hearts. I need you to take heart. I need you to take heart. I, it, it's easy to fix. It's an easy fix. You, you can fix this if this is the case in your own life, and you can do it by start seeking after God through prayer. Start reading his word, which is going to begin to help you to feel God again. In Psalm 42, verse 5, here's what it says. Psalm 42, verse 5. Why are you cast down, O my soul? Why are you in turmoil within me? Hope in God, for I shall again praise him, my salvation. So in the event that we're not hearing from God, we're not hearing from God, maybe it's because, number one, we've taken control. Two, because we've turned away from God. Or three, you don't have room in your heart for God. Let me give you number four. If we're not hearing from God, if we're not hearing from God, and you don't sense his presence, number four, it could be because God works in mysterious ways. That's number four. It could be that God works in mysterious ways. Sometimes, you all, it's nothing that we have done at all. It, it's not that we don't have room in our hearts for him. It, it, it's not that we've turned away from God. It's not that we've taken control. No, it's not that. 
Sometimes, you all, it's just the way God operates. God is working in ways that you and I don't understand. He's working in ways we understand. Isaiah chapter 55, verse 8 says this, For my thoughts are not your thoughts, neither are your ways my ways, declares the Lord. So this is not about you. It's just God working in a mysterious way. Um, scripture tells us that God works um, in several ways. I want to give them to you. I want to, I want to list some ways for you. Just go, and I'll come back and unpack them. Number one, he works by allowing you to be tested. <laughs> by allowing you to be tested. Two, by going ahead of you to prepare the way. Three, by encouraging you to find your strength in him. And then lastly, by urging you to seek after him. Those are ways that God works. Let, let, me, let me unpack these if you don't mind, okay? Um, um, let's look at the fact that by allowing you to be tested. James chapter 1, verse 2 through 4 says this, Consider it pure joy, my brothers and sisters, whenever you face trials of many kinds, because you know that the testing of your faith produces perseverance. Let perseverance finish its work so that you may be mature and complete, not lacking anything. So scripture tells us that God works, y'all, in a way by allowing us to be tested. Here's, here's the second one, by going ahead of us to prepare the way. In Deuteronomy chapter 31, verse 8, Deuteronomy 31, verse 8, this is what it says. It is the Lord who goes before you. He will be with you. He will not leave you or forsake you. Do not fear or be dismayed. So God, God, God works in mysterious ways by allowing us to be tested. Two, by going ahead of us to prepare the way. Three, by encouraging us to find strength in him. Joshua chapter 1 verse 9 says this, Have I not commanded you? Be strong and courageous. Do not be frightened and do not be dismayed, for the Lord your God is with you wherever you go. So God's ways is that he allows us to be tested. Two, by he, going ahead of us to prepare the way. And three, by encouraging us to find strength in him. Ah, wow. In Deuteronomy 31, verse 6, he says, Be strong and courageous. Do not fear or be in dread of them. For it is the Lord your God who goes with you. He will not leave you or forsake you. And here's the last one that I've given you in terms of how God works is by urging you to seek after him. There are two passages of scripture I want to show you there in 1 Chronicles 16, 11. This is what he says, seek the Lord and his strength. Seek his presence continually. Jeremiah 29, 13 says, you will seek me and find me. And when you seek me with all your heart, there shall I be. My brothers and sisters, if we're not hearing from God, if we're not hearing from God, 
if you feel that God's absent, is absent, maybe, maybe it's because we've taken control. Or maybe it's because we've turned away from God. Three, maybe it's because we don't have room in our heart for God. But then fourthly, maybe it's not anything that we've done at all. It's just that God works in mysterious ways. He allows us to be tested. He goes ahead of us to prepare the way. He, he, he encourages us to find strength in him. And then he challenges us to seek after him. Maybe that's what's going on in your life. Listen, I, I got to quit here. I, I, I have a, a lengthy prayer list I, I need you all to help me with on today. Um, I want to ask you all to pray for Sister Kendra Jackson and her family. The mother transitioned on um, January the 29th. Uh, we've been praying for her mom who was in an accident, a car accident, and uh, was in ICU where her mother transitioned. I need you all to pray, if you will, for Kendra Jackson and her family. I need you all to pray for Nikki Thompson, Nikki Thompson, who had surgery on yesterday, if you would lift her in prayer. Um, Sister Glenda Coleman um, is is asking us to pray for her sons, um, for guidance and clarity. Dion Coleman II, Thais Coleman, Andre Coleman, and his wife, Desiree Coleman, and Dorian Coleman. Praying for Sister Monica Lewis, who is requesting prayer for her husband, who has COVID. Um, Diane Carter is requesting us to lift her in prayer. Peace of mind is what she's after, even as she's leaving a job that God will place her where he wants her to be. That he'll remove the anxiety and give her the peace that she needs. Um, Deacon Walston is asking us to pray for her cousin, Laverne um, Wilford, who has been diagnosed with lung cancer. And she starts six weeks of chemotherapy. Um, Sister Deborah Heath is asking us to pray for Nancy Strong, recovering from surgery. Angela Estes, praying for strength. Nikita Campbell, mother transitioned on Monday. Brenda Hunt, we're praying for total healing. Joyce Bennett, who's beginning stages of um, Alzheimer's, we're praying for, for Joyce. For Sean Dolly, for her needs being met. For the Heath family, for peace, protection, and health. For Jasmine and Jared Tamale, um, Tamale lost their mom at an early age, and they're grieving. Um, and so we want to pray for Angela Wheeler, praying for peace in her home. Um, um, Deacon Laverne is requesting us to pray for Gaylene Musgrove, healing from breathing issues. We're lifting you in prayer, Sister Gaylene. Colette Jenkins and her mom, Doretha Williams, who's, who's back in the um, at her regular room, and so we're grateful for her recovery. We're praying for Sister Colette, who in fact has um, hurt her back, um, and so we're going to be praying. Monica Carter, uh, Carter Etheridge, um, her dad, Roland Carter, we're praying for him as he's recovering from surgery from her for her son, Richard. Um, giving, asking God to give him comfort and support him um, with his daughter, Renita Ross, his son, Lorenzo Ross, who's been incarcerated for 15 years for a crime that he didn't commit. We're praying. We're praying for Mary Davis. 
um, for uh, Deacon Evelyn Mack. We're praying for Martina Baxter. We're praying for Sister Mary Irving. We're praying today um, for Sister Emma Oaks and Brother Delbert. We're lifting in prayer Ruth Ann Majors. Praying for Brother James in Collington Station. Um, praying for Stephen Tucker. We're lifting today continually Brother Harold Brinkley, um, scheduled for a surgical um, procedure but had an infection. We want to continue to lift him in prayer uh, as they have postponed the surgery. We want to lift that the infection will clear up. We're praying today for Christy Thielen and um, and her her husband Garen and their companies. We're praying. That God will continue to give them favor and give them clarity of vision. Praying today for you, my brothers and sisters. Father, in Jesus' name, thank you, God, that you've given us the privilege to, in fact, intercede on behalf of others. And you said in your word that we ought to pray for one another. And so, God, even now, with all of the names that we've outlined and listed before you, the truth is, God, you already knew them before we called their names. And um, there are names that we didn't call and names that we should have called. But, Father, the truth is you know us so well that you know our needs even before we ask. You said in your word that you know us so well that you've numbered the strands of hair that are in our head or even the lack thereof. God, so we thank you for just knowing us. But you also said in your word that if you feed the sparrows in the air, if you clothe the lilies in the field, how much more will you do for us? And so, God, a few of your believing children today um, who are touching and agreeing and believing that, God, you are in control, that you have all power, that you are omnipotent, and that you know what we need even before we ask. And so, Father, we come to you. Because you are our strong power. You are our strength. You are our refuge. You are our bread in a starving land, water in dry places. God, you are our balm and Gilead. You're our healing. And Father, you can do whatever needs to be done. And so, Lord, we yield our lives into your hands, not just for today, but that you might be Lord in our lives and that you might have full reign. Father, we give you the reins of our lives that you might control and lead and guide. We thank you today for your Holy Spirit that has come alongside of us to lead and to guide us. Now, Lord, it is our desire to feel your presence, to feel your presence, to feel your presence in our struggles, to feel your presence in our struggles. And so, Lord, we pray even now that, Lord, if we, in fact, have taken control, we take our hands off the wheel. If we've turned away from you, God, we come back even to now, even today, we come back. If we have moved you out of our hearts where we don't have room for you in our hearts, God, we repent and we confess. Please forgive us, God. In the name of Jesus, Lord, we need you. We need to feel you, God. We need to feel you in our struggles. And Lord, we know that even now we can seek after you, come before you and get forgiveness and find you in the place that we couldn't find you before. Now, Lord, do it for us again. In Jesus' name we pray, and all the people of God said amen. 
Let me thank you all for your presence today. I do pray that you have got something to add to your day on today that didn't take all day. God bless you all. Now, listen, I've given you all some principles and nuggets from God's word. I didn't do this um, as an exercise of fertility. I did it that you might be able to grow in the Lord Jesus Christ. I want you to grow. Now, on your mark, get set. Let's grow. I want you to have a great day on purpose. God loves you.